All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. I'm, I'm guessing my math is going to be incorrect, so if you're listening to this, Episode 303 of The Real Life Podcast. Uh, we used the bagged milk solo intro, even though bagged milk's not here. Who is here? I'll get to that in a second. Uh, it's my, all right, it's uh, brought to you by the HGA Group, next generation of business services. When you need to take your business to the next level, hit up the HGA group. Uh, we have a very exciting guest coming up in like 10 minutes on the real life podcast, the newest teammate at the nation, Caroline Zwed. We're going to get to know her um, background. Caroline, info. Caroline Shved. You said it wrong. Shved? Sorry. Shved. Shved. I think it's Shved. Shved. Okay. We're going to get her to correct us on this in 10 minutes. Um, that voice you hear is Josh Park. Uh, the other voice you'll hear is Chris Chalmers. Hey, um, we had this interview with Caroline Shved planned for like a handful of days now <laughs> a whole video to go along with the announcement we were going to talk about like what's coming up next for the nation network and all this cool stuff that's going on and then jay wanye and bag milk all bailed on today's episode yeah well so you say bailed on it like you know one has good reason they don't have internet in their building and there's drilling yeah. they're doing fiber optic cables so i get that one uh wanye is with wanye jr at a doctor's appointment Jay, he hasn't really given a reason, but he said he's traveling. Where is traveling. Jay even? I don't know. He's just well. He said he was on. He, he did take a red eye this morning, correct? Yeah, I but know, but I saw that on his Insta story. But where was he going? No, I don't know. It looks he like he was say. going to Toronto. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why he's going to. Maybe he's going I don't to know why he's going to Toronto. He's going, to, he's going to Toronto. He's going to recruit for the DFO. Not here. 
Yeah. Um, so anyways, to all the people who were uh, reaching out saying they wanted less Uremchuk on the podcast, you're getting a whole lot more of him. <laughs> and also just sort of a random cast of characters here because half the regular lineup is uh, is missing. But JP, what's new, man? What's going on? Honestly, uh, not much for me. And what I've been doing with the nation has mostly just been that Caroline stuff. I've been focusing on that. We're kind of getting some some ducks in order for DFO. And uh, but in my regular life. Uh, nothing really is going on. <laughs> that was, that was a great video that you did with her. Uh, what was it like actually working with a pro for once? Somebody who actually knows what the hell they're doing. Was a pro like, for us? It was actually, it was refreshing, Charles. I'll be honest. You know, it was a little bit different of a vibe than, uh, the, uh, disc golf tournament we shot a couple weeks ago, which I'm also going to edit soon. That'll be up coming up on all of our channels coming up here pretty quick. But, uh, yeah, she knew what she was doing. Like, obviously we'll talk about it with her and we'll get into it when she hops in the pod, but Man, she's done stuff all across the network with Sportsnet, NHL awards, NHL draft. Like, like she's done it all. So it was definitely a, a change of pace in a good way because she knew what she was doing and she kind of helped me through the process as well. And it was good. Very professional. Um, if you're sitting here and going that name, Carolyn Jved, uh, sounds familiar. She used to be on Sportsnet. She would host like the missed plays of the month, the top 50 plays of the month. She did a bunch of hosting duties with them. Like you said, Josh, kind of like on assignment and all that shit too. Yeah. Um, so she's incredibly experienced and our, our hyped video to announce the move is uh, up now as well. Uh, Josh Park, great job on that. Um, going Thanks, all over Josh. the city. When you have something like that, and I just want to pick your brain from like a nerdy broadcasting standpoint, like how do you build that out to the way it, to the way it got? Like, did you start with like a pretty initial idea? Did Caroline help a lot? Like, how did it work? Well, she came to us and said that, well, like, obviously with any big name joining our network, similar to what happened to Frank Saravalli, we wanted to have a video to announce it. So she came to us, she liked the Frank video and the way that looked, and she wanted to build something kind of similar to that. So she wrote a script. She had parts that she wanted to do on camera, parts she wanted to do off camera. And then essentially it just is just free fall from there. We, we shot the parts and then I kind of came home and was like, all right. Uh, what am I going to do with this video? And then I sit in front of my computer for a bit and I watch random YouTube videos. And then I go on team, like team Instagrams, like the Leafs. And I just kind of copy their videos a little bit. Well, not copy, but like I get inspiration from them. Yeah. Inspo. And then, um, I just kind of roll from there. So not much of a creative process, but I just kind of, uh, just hope it works out. So how good does the nation truck look in that one shot driving down the city? In the, with, the, with the lights of the, the arena in the back and the lights projecting underneath the truck. So that's sick. So hell of you a know shot. what? That shot is from, that's all the way back from, I think, July of 2020. Like I took that shot in my first month working with the network when I think we shot that right after. Do you remember when the Oilers played the Flames in that like first bubble game that was like a pre-playoff game? Oh, yeah. When Pat, yeah, Patrick yeah. Russell scored his one and only professional hockey goal of his career. <laughs> that game, right after that game, we went out and shot a bunch of video using the nation truck and using uh sales guy, Jared's G wagon. So I've literally just been using content from that for the last year. What does the desktop on your computer look like? Terrible. looks terrible. Is it, like, is it a shit show? Well, okay. Well, not to get like too into what, <laughs> I hope this doesn't get me in trouble, but uh, my favorite thing to do is download videos off of YouTube. So, uh, honestly, my desktop is just hundred percent videos I've downloaded off of YouTube and hope that, you know, it just goes okay. So, uh, it's mostly YouTube videos I've downloaded and like 300 files of charity videos that Jay and I did for Oodle Noodle. So that's about you it. You know, you know what this brings up for me when you start thinking, saying that you download clips to YouTube, like 
I do a lot of downloading of just like the paperwork, invoicing and all that from my company. And my computer is constantly telling me that it's on the verge of like exploding because it's so fucking full. And I bought this like little uh, hard drive, like a little, like a one terabyte hard, like uh, expand, uh, what is it called? It's just a hard drive. I don't even know what the hell. It's just like one of these guys. What you see these guys? I have that. Okay. So I don't understand how any of this stuff works. So I am probably about to run my computer to the ground. I don't know what I can delete, what I can't. Remember when back in the day you used to go into your computer to delete stuff and you'd like end up deleting something that was intricate for like a, a program and then the program like wouldn't work anymore? Yeah. Dude, who do you who do you get to take care of your computer? Do you just do it yourself? Like, like me or in general? Like, Are you I looking for you, IT like support anybody? right now? I'm looking yeah, for I, IT support. <laughs> um, well, honestly, when I needed IT support, I just went to Jay and told him I needed a new computer. And then he bought me one. Maybe you should do the same. That's actually what I did as one. well. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I said, I need a new computer, Jay. And then he said, okay, go buy me. Go buy one and send me the receipt. So that's what you I You got a new computer, yet Wanye couldn't get... 30 seconds of soldier boy on the intro to be fair those might cost the exact same thing <laughs> yeah no. that, that might cost the same oh my god okay so just Ty, you gotta, so that's you the answer the minute your the minute your computer starts to tell you that it's got no more space just throw it in the garbage get a new one yeah just yep. go to jay and say i need a new computer or else i can't i can't do my stuff yeah say, listen okay. i've been on this fucking podcast for so long i deserve a new computer i love it I love it. So what else has been going on in the world of Josh Park? You're up? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been golfing as much as I want to, which That's is sad. Because, um, yeah, that kind of hurts, especially because it's going to be so nice out tonight and I can't golf. And But you know what? Other than that, not much. I'm emceeing a wedding next week for one of my buddies from high school, so that'll be fun. Have you ever and, done it before? Uh, I've emceed two weddings before. This is my third wedding. Whoa. Okay. I'm doing hey, my second wedding emceed? in September, too. No way. Yeah. I feel like that's what happens when you go to tell like broadcasting and radio school. They always say that as soon as you do that and you grow up, then you're just going to MC all your buddies' weddings. So, which I'm fine with. I enjoy it. It's a good time. Charles, you ever MC a wedding? I have. I've MC'd one with one other person who was me and uh, another another girl who double teamed it. But I think that there's a lot that we could have done differently. Uh, it was not my most pleasant experience ever because, like. I can sit around at like a fire or a dinner or pretty much anything. And I can like really shoot the shit with the best of them. You know what I mean? Like I can have that kind of a conversation, but the minute the pressure is on and like people are expecting it, my mind just goes fucking blank. Like I just can't. And and so we tried to practice. We tried to like have a script, but it was so tight and like staunchy and just like it, it didn't, it didn't feel right. Like you just, I knew from the first minute that it just didn't feel right. And I'm just not like a great public speaker in front of everybody. So I think those people could have made a better decision as to who they ask. Um, <laughs> and I probably could have done a better decision in preparation, but I, if somebody ever asked me to do it, I would never do it again. Uh, you, see, you never do it again. Oh, would never do it again. No, 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 no. How many, Ryan Cokes did you, how many Ryan Cokes did you have pre-wedding? But that's the thing. Okay. So you say, so You're too you know nervous. when you like, you, yeah, it gets you even worse. You like when you find yourself after like four or five Brian Cokes and you're just like your groove and the jokes are flying and it's just like, it, it's coming easy. That's one thing. But when you're having the drink to try to get to that spot, 
it's I feel like it's just adding more pressure to the plate, like piling mm. on that pressure. So that's a never, that's never a good thing. Like, yeah, it was worse. <laughs> it was I, worse. <laughs> like I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with like, you know, there can be 10,000 people listening to the radio while I'm on and I'll make an ass of myself on the radio and I'll come on this podcast and like, I'll say whatever without even thinking twice. But as soon as there's like eyes on me, man, like that just fucking rattles me. Like I am seeing my sister's Anytime. wedding. So it was like a room full of my family and like people I knew. And I was still like, holy shit, this is intense. A lot of yeah, eyeballs. I, I emceed my sister's wedding too. And I was 17 at the time. Actually, Ooh. her husband at the time who I didn't, we knew each other, but I didn't know him that well yet. He actually asked me if I wanted to be one of his groomsmen. And like, I knew he had other buddies that he would rather have, but it was just like, you know, it's a courtesy ask. You yeah. ask a little brother to be in the bridal party. So I was like, nah, man, it's all good. I'll just emcee the wedding. So then I just emceed the wedding instead. But uh, I agree with you, Tyler, in the sense that like, there's a level of intimacy and it makes you way more nervous when you know everyone in the room and it's like just like 50 to hundred people and all the eyes are on you. That's way and different than doing like 18,000 in a stadium or whatever. So I different. think, I think that if you guys needed like some sort of vlogging or blogging on the site that was not sports related because it is obviously summer and you're just trying to, you know, it doesn't always have to be about sports as this podcast has often shown some tips emceeing because weddings are going to start happening more and more because yeah. COVID is going to start to lift and people are going to start people are going to need a nice little guideline as to how you know the tips and tricks of emceeing a wedding number one being true number one being anybody that thinks they can just go up there and wing it is yeah. a fucking idiot you cannot <laughs> do that but here's what i'll say about that don't script too many jokes jokes aren't very good when they're like scripted and it, you can tell like you're setting yourself up for it. Like when I'm yeah. to my sister's wedding, I had a few funny moments, but the one that got the best laugh was the line I came up with on the spot after his best man gave his speech. And that like had the place going. And See, I feel that's, like that's key to don't do like the little skits and stuff. I always think they're so corny. Yeah. Word. word. Skits and are also, pretty corny. Self-deprecation. If you ever want to get a good job, like mm -hmm. laugh at people, just make fun of yourself and people can always get behind that. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, before we get to our guest here, we got to give some love to DoorDash. Get some oodle noodle on DoorDash. Popeye's Louisiana Chicken. They got it all. Every local restaurant you could dream of is available, courtesy of our new friends at DoorDash. We got a promo code. It's DD, and it gets new customers 25% off and no delivery fee on their first order. Um, and now we get to uh, the guest, special guest, guest of the hour, Carolyn we're going we're gonna to get this, uh, this last name thing figured out right off the bat. Um, Carolyn, first off, welcome to the nation. Uh, another thing on the Real Life Podcast, we're always live. So we just throw you right onto the pod. We don't stop recording. Perfect. Can, like, am I supposed to be... Um, can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you fine. Um, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. And uh, let me sort of be the first one on the air to welcome you to the nation as well. Boys, thank you so much. I... Um... The, the response online is overwhelmingly amazing and positive. And man, I don't know. I was just talking to my fiance, Mike, who's like the number one Oilers fan. And I'm like, Oilers Nation's amazing. Like all you guys in Edmonton and the Oilers fan, you're just, you guys are so welcoming. And I'm so happy to be a part of the team right now. And we're going to do some work. You got a shout yes. out from Gene Principe. Did I? I must have missed it. Gino uh, gave you a shout out on Twitter and said, make sure you don't now I'm going to get this last name. Am I going to get this right? Shved, the small stuff. 
Oh my Did God. Did Gino say that? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Oh my God. That was a laugh for me, like from my core. That was a, that was gut. That was great. Like I, uh, I love all the Shved puns. I actually have coined Edmonton Shvedmonton because it works perfectly. <laughs> That's great. Um, Shvedmonton. So I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here and uh, I have to get back to Gene uh, Principe then. I must've missed that tweet, but no, yeah, God, boys, so thank you this, for having me on. This morning when I got my, my, my morning call from Wanye, he said, his very first thing, no hello, no nothing, just, hey, did you see the video? And I said, yeah, it's really good. He goes, it is going crazy right now. People are talking off with excitement. So, yeah, it was cool. If I were you, I'd just be sitting there following it all day because yeah. there's going to be a lot of praise. I'm, um, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm humbled. I'm appreciative. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, Toronto's where I was born and I love it. And I'm probably always going to be a diehard Leafs fan, but, um, Edmonton is, is unbelievable and Oilers nation. If anyone's listening, thank you so much. And if I could give everyone a hug, if you know me, I really would. So thank you. If anyone's listening could be the tagline of this podcast. Oh, hey, Jay, Jay's in here now. <laughs> Unreal. Okay, hold up, Jay. Oh, my Jay, God. We can't hear it soon. So yeah, Jay, Karen, the internet's too bad, Jay. This is what we have to deal with with him. He's on a golf course. It, bad mics uh, is pretty much the staple of him popping in. Um, yeah, he's popping in from a golf course, which happens once in a while. I gotta Classic. let him know that his internet is terrible. Sure, I've been muted the whole time. No, your internet was so no, bad that we had sound- to mute you. <laughs> oh. Okay, it's better now. Gotcha. You can say I'm your piece. Actually in, uh, I'm in Nashville right now. I got a big nation meeting tonight. So landed here this morning and playing around a golf before it. Carolyn's here. His fucking that? Dude, this guy. <laughs> this guy. Carolyn is here for the podcast. Is there anything you want to say? <laughs> okay, we're on. Yeah, there's no way this is going to work. Anyways, Carolyn, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about, like, this has obviously been in the works for a while. The video has been done for a while. How hard is it to sit on news like this? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, shout out to Josh for making the sickest edit. He, he made it look good. Uh, but I've been super excited because for, you know, in January, I quit my job in sports at Sportsnet. So everyone's kind of like, what's the next move? What's the next move? Even me, myself, I'm like, you know, the, the next thing I, I do, I really want it to come from the heart and I really, you know, want to have fun and enjoy making content and be really passionate about what I do and, and surround myself with the best people. Uh, so then when this opportunity came up, I'm just like, let's go. This is it. I felt it. I I'm a very intuitive person and I'm just like, this is it. We're going to do some fun things and, and, uh, create content that of course, Oilers nation wants to watch and read and listen to, which I think is super important. So I'm, uh, Today's been a really, really great day. So much so that I made reservations to the keg because I'm celebrating. It's my favorite restaurant. Uh, So I'll be ordering myself. This might be a hot take, but I don't get steak when I go to the keg. I get myself a nice juicy burger, which is an underrated item on the menu. So I'll be having myself a burger and I'm celebrating tonight. You know what? Not that much of a hot take. I also don't usually get a steak when I go there. And if I do, it's the smallest one possible. I'll get some sort of like, seafood maybe some like crab legs or something it's now just why, why Chris? Yeah. Do you like steak? i do i just i don't like big slabs of red meat i just like a little bit i like it to be a little charred on the outside but really raw on the inside and uh just 
I, I just can have like maybe five, six bites and I'm pretty fulfilled. Anything, any type of like big T-bone steak that you see is just not me. Man. I just, I don't know. I'm also making me I feel just, gross when I eat that much. I'm with <laughs> Charles, I 100% like, agree. I don't yeah. like steak either. Steak just doesn't do it for me. I don't okay. know why. I'm more well, seafood guy and chicken. Now I know we're all meant to be. That's, that's all. This was, this was really vibing. I'm you a know, huge yeah. steak guy. I eat steak Ty's like at least <laughs> once a week. Yeah. And then, but seriously, Ty, after you eat it, do you not like a big, big, we're talking like bloody slab of meat. And then you eat that thing and you just go sit on the couch. And did you ever watch that documentary where it says that the minute you take a bite of red meat, your intestines immediately start to close because it's like fighting back against <laughs> the enzymes in the red meat. I know it was this oh, one what? called game changers. Check I it out. I knew that. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, that they basically like inflame themselves. So like they shrink. I'm not watching this. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Ty, you should watch it. They Fuck do that. all these different like uh, things with athletes about like a bean burrito compared to a chicken burrito compared to like a beef burrito and how it reacts with your body. It's mind blowing what it does to just like a vial of blood within like the first two hours. That's concerning to me because the reason I don't eat steak anymore is because when I played collegiate soccer in the US in preseason, which lasted about three to four weeks, Every meal I ate every single day was steak because oh. I was like, this is going to fuel me for the next. Well, what kind? Like, what, what are we talking? Some oh. Steak cuts. What are we? I think it was like, oh, my God, I'm concerned about my body. Hey, maybe I should go. <laughs> Big time. Big time. <laughs> that reminds me of that episode of The Office where Michael Scott, like, carbo loads before the run just oh, by eating, the, like, the a bunch of fettuccine Alfredo. Alfredo. Honest to God, now I know why I had a career-ending injury. It's because I ate too many steaks. This is great. This is good news. Chris, enlighten me. I, I think I ate six-ounce steaks from Texas Roadhouse. I don't know. and, and I, <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> Six ounce. That's about the, the most I like to go with a nice little six ounce. Those are perfect. Well, it, having you come to Edmonton is a big, is a big thing. Uh, but I wanted to know if you saw the other big thing that happened for Edmonton over the weekend, that was kind of getting sent around my friend group. And that was the announcement of the Nathan Fillion civilian pavilion uh, and the suicide squad. So what the director of the suicide squad did was he made a joke saying to all the co-stars in it, that Edmonton was going to be planning this and they were getting their reaction during their like junkets. And it was awesome. A minute and a half, Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, a bunch of different stars. Did you see this? Yes. You know what? And it's because of my fiance, Mike, like I said, he's the number one Edmontonian, no disrespect to anyone else who thinks that they are. He is, he, he's so proud to be from Edmonton. He's like the number one Oilers fan and yeah. he was watching it. And I was I, actually, I was falling asleep <laughs> in bed next to him. And yeah. I was like, that sounds so funny. And he's like, only Edmonton, only Edmonton. So then I, then I started paying attention. I think it's actually so great. It's just so great. You know, like as somebody who's born and raised here and just loves this place to like, see like, superstar celebrities mm -hmm. just talking about something that would like it's almost to the point where even though it was a joke made by a director in los angeles we got to find a way to do this thing like there's absolutely no way this cannot happen and he like i didn't even know he was from edmonton he's a big star well, i hope you guys get it because or we get it because now i'm an edmonton we get, we get it, get it. uh because the only really landmark that i know here is that big metal baseball bat <laughs> have you gone oh to spin it God. yet <laughs> every time i drive by it mike's like this is edmonton's what edmonton is known for and i'm just it cracking up it scares me a little bit too it spins it spins. I've never spun it. I would never it. touch it. I don't. I don't know if I'd ever touch content. it. Content. That's our first. Uh, content I would not piece. touch that. That's Caroline spins the bat. <laughs> You'll need security for where that your, uh, your integration. 
maybe that's yeah that's exactly it that's how i i get on the so so okay that's funny you say that kind of thing because your when we got on here he said that he wanted me he throws this stuff on me and i don't like it because i'm not built for this i am a civilian i do not do this kind of stuff for a living so i am very very raw i guess you could say now not media trained yeah not me. <laughs> Not a media guy. Not that so, most of us so are. So he goes, he says, you got to give her some tips for living in Edmonton. And immediately I get nervous. I start to sweat and I go, this is not what I signed up for. But if the bat is the only thing you know about in Edmonton, then there is a lot of work to be done. And I feel like we all need to help with this because like, how long have you been here? Okay. So I've been here since last October. Keep in mind, it's been COVID, right? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, there hasn't been a lot of opportunities. Mike, Mike just broke it to me that we're going to West Edmonton Mall Hotel for our honeymoon, so I'll get to experience West Hell Edmonton. Yeah. Mall. <laughs> a theme room? That's a joke, by the way. That's a complete no disrespect <laughs> to anyone who's done it, but I have a lot more uh, Edmonton to get to know. The number one mistake I did make, though, was when I came here and I experienced the donairs, which are unbelievable. And Donair pizza is like next level. Every time I have a cheat day, I'm like, let's go for the Donair pizza. We're going all the way. But I put on Twitter, thank you, Edmonton, for introducing me to the Donair. You should see all like the entire Halifax community come at me. Like, oh, yeah. oh they just they jump on. Oh, you. they hate it. I had no idea that Halifax like, like soccer fans. Yeah, <laughs> probably us soccer fans. I don't work <laughs> But I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, no disrespect to Halifax. I just enjoy your guys' food. I don't care where it comes from. Just keep making it. We, I, don't uh, like I live, I've lived here my whole life. Um, and I never had a donair until like, what was it? Four months ago. So no, we, I, that was like three weeks. Dude, it was not three ago weeks already? ago. That oh, was like yeah, four that, months ago, Charles. That was, that so was like, <laughs> wasn't that before the Oilers even got fucking bounced? Like that was a long time ago. And anyways, oh, yeah. Jay ordered one to my house while we were recording and I, and I crushed my first ever donor live on the air. Pretty overrated in my opinion. I know Chalmers agrees with me on that. I absolutely agree. Carolyn. So what we tried to get started was a Tyler tries because it is amazing. The amount of things that he has not tried like sushi, uh, donairs. Oh yeah. You'll blow your mind. So we tried to get him a donair. I told him exactly what he ended up experiencing. And that is you're going to like the first bite. And from that minute on, it's the law of diminishing returns. Every other bite after that makes you feel worse. They get less tasteful and you're going to hate yourself by the end of it. And (laughs) that is just my personal opinion on donairs. So so you just described what it's like to be a Leafs and an Oilers fan, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. That's a lot of parallels. Just in donair fashion with food. <laughs> That's the best correlation I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And he felt like that to a T. Did you not? Yeah, I did. I didn't. And then people, but people were fucking like the donair snobs in this city are just oh, completely out of hand. Look oh, at the tomatoes. Oh, oh there's fucking lettuce on it, you fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> you got to put lettuce on it. You're not supposed to put lettuce on it. It depends who you ask. That's the problem. And then, like, I didn't have mine folded right. So people were like, oh, it doesn't count. It's not a real donair because it's not folded right. Like, was yeah, weren't, you eating, like, weren't you eating like, a taco type? Well, yeah, because I didn't know not to take it out of the wrapper. Like, no one gave <laughs> well, me any just, instructions. That's just amateur hour. Oh, my God, well, Tyler, I did the same thing as you. Okay, maybe I haven't really experienced a proper don't. I mean, I'm following what Mike does, so blame Mike. I don't know, but I, I will say I don't like too much of that sweet sauce, though, because I don't like when, like, 
I'm one of those weird people that doesn't like when my food touches on my plate, oh, okay. a little OCD. So then when I'm like, okay, this is meat and now sweet sauce is on it, that scares me. So I put a little sweet sauce and more of like, what is it? The tzatziki sauce? The, uh, don't air, sauce. the don't air community is about to annihilate me. I know. Yeah, they're not going to like this. I think don't it's a garlic sauce, about them. <laughs> That's what Jay introduced me to. You got to go half sweet sauce, half garlic sauce. That's actually a good oh, one. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Don't worry about the, the <laughs> Donair public coming at you on Twitter. Just ignore them. You know I don't what? think my reputation's mute, recovered mute, from that. Mute my reputation. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, I'm ready. They're powerful. Just, just about buried his career. He was just about yeah. done. Oh, you're you actually so my replacement. When you, were, when you were asking me about the civilian pavilion, I thought you were actually going to talk to... Uh, you, I thought you were teeing up the Zach Hyman news, but I thought it was awesome that you brought up the civilian pavilion. Yeah, no, I don't really care about hockey. That's something you'll get to. <laughs> I care about it, but I don't want to talk about it in the offseason. I'm not like you guys. I don't like... Like, I respect the fact that you probably, like, do you have stuff that you want to work on already? Like, a couple ideas. Do you have some that you're you're looking forward? I think we need to do, again, yeah, like, initiate Caroline into Edmonton. Like, spinning that. I think that would be fun. And then also what it's like to be a Leafs fan in Edmonton. And maybe, you know, we, we do a fun segment of, like, Edmontonians trying to convert me to become an Oilers fan or, like, the top reasons why I should. I, I think that's just going to naturally happen. Like I think I, I do like I heard in your intro video, you know, you said you're never going to lose your roots as like a Leafs fan, but I think you are going to become emotionally invested in the hockey team here, like way quicker than you think you will. Oh, I know. I you so, know why? Because I'm a softie. So I swear to God, like even reading all these comments from Oilers nation, I'm like, wow, I love them so much. And, and just by that, I'm going to become like a massive fan. You'll see it's already happening day one on the announcement. I still love my Leafs nation. I'm still going to be cheering for them. I'm still going to be crying when we get bounced freaking first round of the playoffs. Like we do every. So I've heard, I've heard a lot of, like, I listen to a lot of, uh, you know, American media podcasts, just kind of stuff like that. A lot of older like guys that used to be with ESPN. And they all say that, they were diehard fans when they worked in their markets. And then when they went on to other markets and other, uh, um, you know, cities, they'd work in a couple that their fandom for their own team got less and less because of just the fact that now they're covering sports in general. And so they felt like they, and back then it was like stigmatized to be a real big fan, yeah. or like a Homer. Right. Well, yeah. I think like new media means you don't have to do that shit anymore. Like you can be a diehard Leafs fan here. And still, you know, care about the Oilers and stuff. So, uh, you know, I worry about people going from like job, like this is the first time you've moved out of Toronto, correct? Yeah. Well, aside from going to school in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, you did? Where were you in the yeah. U.S.? She said I that. Was, I was. I was. It's okay. It's okay. I was. At <laughs> West <Virginia> <laughs> uh, WVU, West Virginia University. I played soccer there. And oh, wow. Your West soccer Virginia. career took you to like a national level too, right? Yeah. Like you did some stuff with the Canadian yeah, Canadian national team. Yeah, I played at the U-17 World Cup for Canada. So uh, I would, honest to God, my biggest goal was to play in the Olympic Games. And right before Rio, I was supposed to go into camps for the Olympic Games, but I blew out my knee for the third time. And the surgeons were like, you're done, hang up the cleats. So I had to do that. But I'm, uh, it's good. I'm, I've like made peace with it. And, and now, you know, I'm, I'm living my best life. So what can you, what can well, you good say? for you. Are you so you, you must have liked, obviously, them beating the United States. That was big, big in the last week big news huge and i really think this team can go and win gold and i have a couple friends on that team and i'm just you know i'm so proud of them like it's emotional for me every time i oh, watch yeah. them i'm like these ladies work so hard soccer 
hockey fans think soccer is such a soft sport and and I appreciate hockey because I could never play it but soccer is much harder than people think and and yeah. these girls these ladies train super hard so I really really am holding uh crossing my fingers for them and and really hoping they bring bring home gold those kind of hockey fans that do say stuff like that I think they're always the ones that want their thing to be like the hardest the craziest yeah. the cool it's like, so you know, annoying so they always they're always trying to put a thing down go run for that long like I, I was start, I was watching a lot of the Euros and I I don't I'm not a, like I was a big soccer fan when I was a kid but I kind of lost that look. but anybody that sits there and says like it's not as hard like every sport is hard in its own way and those guys running miles and miles like you guys running miles it's different it's different I don't I don't I don't like people who just go to say their thing is the toughest or mine is the coolest. Yeah. Like when I played, so I played center midfield. So I would run an average of 10 kilometers a game and our games in collegiate soccer were Friday and Sunday. So you'd run, take 10 K on Friday. You'd have one day of recovery and then you run another 10 K on Sunday. Plus like kicking a ball, you know, like defense offense. Like there's, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. So it's exactly, there's a, there's more athleticism than people think. And it's the only sport in the world that you play with your feet. So it's much more hard. It's, it's a lot harder than people think. And uh, you need a lot of coordination. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, one thing this reminded me of it because yeah. uh, the, the gold medal matches Friday morning, 6am Edmonton time. You are going to love being in the mountain time zone for sports. It is the absolute fucking best. It is the best. Honest to God, it's one of the reasons that sold me on moving here. Cause I'm like, okay. So when I'd work at Sportsnet and the, and the Leafs games on at 10 o'clock, I'm up till midnight. I'm up till midnight watching the game. And then uh, like thinking about what I'm going to say on the show that's coming up. And then it's like 2am and I'm getting up at six. I'm like, this is miserable here. We're chilling. It's nice. The sun's out. First of all, the sun's out till like 11 p.m. here. It's great. Great. Uh, So nice. The sun's out. You know, you can still enjoy dinner. You can go to bed early. You can read a book, walk your dog, whatever the hell you want. It's great. I love mountain time. Also, I like I'm a huge Jays fan and there's nothing better than waking up on a Sunday and having like the fucking Jays game start at 11 in the morning or like on the weekend. There's always a hockey game starting at like 11 in the morning during hockey season, even though it's probably like Philly, New York, but like whatever. Yeah. I just noticed that that was a real placating, placating move wearing that jersey today to show your love for Toronto and your support for the Blue Jays. I got the Toronto jersey and I got the Oilers Nation hat. I'm like, you know, doing my part here to welcome Carolyn to the team. Synergy. I need an Oilers Nation hat. <laughs> sales guy Jared. Can, uh, sales Carolyn, guy Jared, make this, it happen. At this point, you just go to the warehouse and just start picking what you want. <laughs> just start taking it off the shelves. If anybody just, says yeah. you can't do it, tell them Chalmers says you can. Okay. I'll uh, I'll send you sales guy Jared's number. I don't just even text work him for the and... nation, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just tell him so one of that. everything, and you'll be uh, you'll <laughs> yeah. be good to go. Oh my yeah. god, you guys are the best. Um, you're, oh, thank you very much. You're You've been in Edmonton now for a few months. Like what are the biggest differences like right off the hop that you notice living in Edmonton compared to living in Toronto? Okay. So your guys' streetlights are horizontal, correct? Like ours are vertical. So they go straight down. Yours are like sitting, chilling, like laying yeah, they down. Come, like across a little. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Trips me out. I don't know. Sometimes I miss them completely. Like sometimes when I'm going to like Kingsway Mall from where I am, I have no idea which streetlight I'm looking at. And if I'm supposed to be turning left or stopping because there's 14 different lights and they're all 
laying down <laughs> horizontally. I've had like five <laughs> panic attacks. I'm like, I'm going to run traffic. I'm going to run someone over. I'm going to stall traffic. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Let's freaking go. And if worst case scenario, I get pummeled or I pummel someone, I'm sorry, but I don't understand the traffic, but I've gone much better. So <laughs> if you see me, uh, I promise I'm not like a hazard on the road, but I'd say that's the number one thing that I noticed too. The bunnies here are on freaking steroids. Huge? <laughs> like big? Huge. Huge. I was walking my dog and I was like walking, walking in the morning. Eyes have like, I'm still tired. And I'm like, holy shit, is that a wolf? Like I'm looking, I'm like a, a coyote. Like what's happening? <laughs> And, and, and it's a, it's a bunny and, and there's like five of them near us. And, and, and there's, I love animals. So I was like, my eyes were just wide open. I'm like, these things are monsters. Like it could honestly, my dog's 40 to 45 pounds. This thing could like take my dog if it wanted to. Oh yeah. Can I tell you something very embarrassing right now that uh, I'm sure to get yes. beaten up over? Mm-hmm. Time I think it, it was right only now. like a year ago at, that I was corrected on this, but I didn't know that the brown bunnies in the summer and the white bunnies in the winter were the same bunnies. I thought that like one went away and the other ones came out because one was a winter bunny and one was a summer bunny. Where would they is- go? Yeah, where would they go? Buddy, the ground. I don't know. <laughs> <if they're whole laughs> in a tree. Haven't you ever seen a cartoon before where Thumper lives like the bottom of a tree hollowed out? I don't know, Tyler. I just didn't wow. think about it very hard. And then when somebody said it, I was like, oh my God. Huh. So... That is my embarrassing story about Oh, I bunnies. love it. I yeah. love it. And then, and um, I, I heard that your guys' last winter or our last winter wasn't as bad as what it usually is, but it was pretty freaking cold for in like two to three weeks in February. Yeah, like we only got really, if I'm remembering correctly, Charles, we got the one really bad stretch of like two to three weeks where it was like getting into the minus 30s. But other than that, we didn't have a second cold snap. And usually we're good for two solid cold snaps. And sometimes they can last on average like two to three weeks. This by far, in, in, in my history of being in Edmonton, was the most mild winter we'd ever had. Yeah. And it had the least, and the reason I know is because just like, Heating bills in the wintertime, you're going to get to know them. They suck. Mm. And cooling bills in the summertime, they're starting to suck. because Unless you don't have AC. This summer is killing me. But, yeah, no, this, this winter was awesome. You're going to, like, they still have cold. I know I have a friend that lives just in Toronto, like, just outside of Toronto. And he's from Alberta. And he spends as much time as he can telling us just how like much different it is, how it gets warmer so much quicker, but yeah, it's going to be a shock to you, but Hey, they're getting better. Global warming is making them better. This summer has been insanely hot though. This has been probably the hottest summer I remember. Okay. Caroline, I need to circle back and we need to talk about what happened when we were out shooting our video, because I remember you saying this, you said that in Toronto, you guys don't have, the four-way crossing intersections, do you? You guys know in Edmonton, like there's one on Jasper and there's one right on the corner by Rogers Place where it's, I think it's called They're like pretty a Texas new. Scramble. Those are pretty new, but do you remember? We, with the X, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you can cross, when you can cross diagonally because we were going across the street and then Mike was going across the street and we didn't understand when to go and some guy just started blaring his horn at us. <laughs> Mike kills me. Mike Mike walks wherever he wants, when he wants. But I, I okay, that's... Leafs Nation, don't kill me if I just haven't experienced this somewhere in Toronto because I also sometimes live under a rock. But I've never seen any, or I've seen it, but I haven't experienced the the X 
or whatever you call it. I will say though, because I actually traveled to Edmonton a lot when I worked at Sportsnet and when I was on the provincial team, I, I was in Edmonton a lot. It's crazy to think now that I live here. I will say by the Rogers Center, those streetlights, I think it, you, they give you like 40 seconds to cross the street. It's the longest amount of time I've ever seen a city give a pedestrian time to walk across the street. I remember in at Sportsnet, we were here and we were, I did a couple interviews with, I think, McDavid that day and, and Darnell and whatnot. And it was freezing outside. And I was like, okay, we just got to get to food. Got to get to food. I'm starving. And we waited at that streetlight for like 40 seconds. I'm like, where are we? <laughs> Like who waits this long? Like there are no cars. Like, it takes a long time for a mass of drunk people to exit the building and get across yeah. the street. These so. are these are all first world problems, but these are all things that I've like remembered and stored in my brain about Edmonton. Who's your favorite Oiler to interview? Who usually gives you the best quote? Okay, this is not. I'm not just saying this because he's your guys' star and and whatnot. But I think I've talked to Connor McDavid the most out of any NHLer that I've talked to, and uh, he's awesome. He's awesome. Uh, I know that, you know, when he gives interviews, sometimes it might come across as, you know, he's robotic, <laughs> and, robotic, but he's, he's a great guy and he's, um, he's awesome. And, and I watched him do, you know, we had to do this like figure eight challenge. Uh, the, the NHLers were doing a figure eight challenge and he just blew everyone out of the water. Like his skill and his speed is just insane. Like he's a next level athlete, as you guys already know. But whenever anyone asks about NHLers, I always say McDavid. Before we uh, keep cruising along here on the Real Life Podcast, Carolyn, Shved, 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 yeah. you think for a Ukrainian guy, I'd, get, I'd pick that up a little bit quicker, but uh, we got to give some love to our friends at Twig and Berries, uh, twigandberries.ca. We got the promo code. It is Nation15, gets you 15% off. And as always, free shipping within Canada on orders over $75. Their very own brand of Nutsack underwear or their Twig and Berries underwear, Carolyn, maybe something for Mike. Maybe you go uh, hit up our friends at twiggingberries.ca, their new store in St. Albert as well. But again, that promo code is uh, Nation15. Ah, okay, I'm just literally going through my checklist here. Uh, Oilers fans versus... Oh, yeah, no, go, oh. Charles. Go, Charles. You go. TV shows. Do you like Big Brother? Used to. Um, oh, okay. You've fallen off, huh? I've fallen off. And I've never really watched Big Brother Canada. But there was Ooh. one Big Brother that I watched that I really loved. So it's not that I don't like it. I just, I haven't kept up with it. So I, I get it because I've been a big diehard fan, but I've noticed in the past two to three years, um, just the way society is in general is relating to in the house. Uh, you have to be yeah. a lot more careful with the things you say and, and the things you do. And therefore it is translating into a lot more um, friendly people being safe and mm. not getting, causing drama. And so you know, that takes a, a, a big time layer of the show, but what they've tried to do with that is more competitions, more twists. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can see why you'd fall out of it. Is that why you fell out of it? No, I think I felt, I watch every other TV show in the world. So uh, I think that the hierarchy of shows changed. So uh, I could get back into it easily. I'm one of those people that, so when I'm at work, I'm like super extroverted, but what people don't know about me is I'm like actually a pretty big introvert. Uh, Caroline in like high school and university didn't talk to anyone because I was so shy. So when I could literally crush an entire show in one day on my couch and like think it was the most successful and fulfilling day. So I think just I've had so many shows and movies that I've, I've been trying to keep up with. But maybe I'll start Big Brother. Is there a new season coming out anytime well, soon? Well, they're, they're actually about um, 12 four, episodes in. Four weeks. Yeah, about four oh, weeks in. Yeah. Maybe I'll so catch up and I'll talk with you guys. 
Yeah, we like we have, to do a little uh, segment that we where we talk Big Brother. Yeah, we do a lot of Big Brother talk when we play this. Previously on Big Brother. <laughs> Charles, are you caught up? I'm just kidding. I am caught up. I am caught up. I'm one episode behind still. Uh, JP, you watching Big Brother? I am, but I'm so far behind. Like Ah. I'm, I think I think I'm only like four episodes in. I'm just on the episodes where what's his name, Frenchie's kind of gone off the rails. Oh yeah, he goes (laughs) off the rails quick, man. That's the best part. Hot start, hot start, off the rails quick. Yeah. Well, would you guys ever go on Big Brother? I couldn't be without my phone for that long. That's that's it. Like Big Brother. I have this problem with if somebody just like left towels on the ground, I would flip out and then they would be mad at me and I would say really mean things because how hard is it to hang up a fucking towel? <laughs> so I get kicked out very fast. I am very, you talked about your OCD earlier. I am like, my, my remote controls are all lined up and evenly spaced apart. It's, it's a bit much. That's good. That's a good thing. That it is good, but it would, get, there, it would get me kicked out of that show. Because, like, what they never show is how dirty that kitchen is on a daily basis. It is disgusting. Yes. Yeah. So, listen, what about, like, shows that you're into? What is something that you're into right now? Getting to know Carolyn. Here we are. Okay. So, it, it, there's a lot of shows being recycled. I love Ozark. So, when that new season comes out, I'm going to watch it in one day. The Formula One series is on believable love that um now big now big like daniel ricardo fan and and i love hearing about all of the um the races and whatnot so just before you keep going on isn't it amazing what that show has done for f1 just in general the masses in america in like north america are now loving f1 and and this always brought me to like one thing with and i don't know if you agree but we don't tell the story of hockey enough yeah. on the, uh, like on any network on any we don't tell the story of players player stories like i've been harping on this and and just i don't know anything about ryan nugent hopkins and he's played with us for the longest of any oiler well that's the thing when you watch f1 you get to know max verstappen or you get to know daniel ricardo and and see their personalities and and kind of get a little bit of a window into who they are and also how they compete which as a sports fan you want to know where their mind goes during these races how mm-hmm. hard and difficult the sport is uh and like also what they like to do in their day to day so i've become you know i think they did an excellent netflix did such a good job of like kind of incorporating that pop culture feel like drama docu style in with the sport that you can't not want to watch like when you know you hear that lewis hamilton won another you know another race you're just like my god this guy's unbelievable and and you think back to your favorite moment in the netflix show you know like they it's just what they did is so clever and and to me i think that's my favorite show on on netflix just because it has a little bit of again that like drama pop culture uh you know drama vibe that you'd get in reality tv but it's still very much associated to there is an old saying, you know, sports is the best drama. The sports is the best reality yeah. show out there. Like it always True. is. There's always something. Right. So I don't know. That's just, yeah, that, that show is great. I've heard it from so many people. I need to start watching it. I have not, but yeah, my, my, my story, my thing about this, the, the hockey and, and, the, and the story of players so that we can really buy in. And then we don't have to sit here and listen to people say, you know, all this, crap about like Duncan Keith if we knew more about I don't know anything about Duncan Keith personally and you know maybe what? if I had a little bit more empathy with him you know then there wouldn't be so many haters that are just like oh he's an old man like there'll always be those people but I just think the story of the story of players man. 
I feel for I feel for NHLers too, though, because I sometimes feel hockey fans um, can be a little hard. You you see someone like come out and show their personality, and then like the hockey community is like rah, you know. So I, I I sometimes feel for these guys because if if for my you know mental health and sanity it means not showing my personality and and not getting trolled, I probably would hold back too. And and that's why sometimes in these post game interviews you get very dry to the point, media trained answers. Uh, but I think maybe if we created a little bit more of a comfortable environment for them, they'd be a little bit like Paul Bissonnette to me is unbelievable. Like what Paul Bissonnette you know has done with his brand and and how. Uh, candid he is and and vulnerable and like the best way possible it's it's why he has such a huge following so uh you know hopefully one day we can do that for the rest of the nhlers and 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 kind of do what i guess netflix is doing for f1 but i i think it's like it it's a cultural thing in hockey right you all you know you dress the same you wear the suit you play for the logo on the front you don't stick out you don't want to give the other team bulletin board material you don't want to make anyone think you're bigger than the team I think it's starting to change a bit. I think there are players who are starting to show their personality. Like we had dry in one of the last uh, games there when he was on the ice in front of the fans. It was like, Oh, our fans are fucking phenomenal. And that was like a huge branding point for the team and like a rally cry for the fans. And I think if they understood that, like that's the way the majority of fans would take it, then maybe they'd show more personality. Like look at Kucherov. Like I know he was shit faced when he did it, but his whole thing after the cup was awesome. I totally agree. And I was literally just about to say like what Kucherov did, you know, okay, he's hammered. He pissed off Habs fans, but let's be honest. If a Habs player did that, Montreal Canadians would be like, yeah, that's our guy. That's our guy. No, what he did was awesome. He won the cup. He's, he's being as, you know, straightforward to the point as he can be without like totally disrespecting someone or, or the organization. And he's happy. Like, let the guy speak. I thought it was great. I thought it was great content. I watched it over and over again. And I, I, I bet he won't do it again, but once in a while you can sprinkle a little excitement into the NHL. Why not? But he, and he got, he got paid from it. He got a sponsor deal with Bud Light out of it and all that stuff. Totally. And, just, and the people who were like, Oh, it's disrespectful to Habs fans. I, my response is like, how fucking soft are you that like it's sports and you can't take like a chirp or two about your city. Like, come on. And those are the fans that are calling soccer soft, but can yeah. hear that. So yeah, I totally agree. When, when, when he did that, I was like, it's about time. You know, this, like, I mean, even look at Connor McGregor in the UFC. That's why everyone freaking loves him. He, he just says what's on his mind. He, he, he totally goes down the disrespectful route, but people love him for it because it's entertainment and, and it's okay to bring that entertainment factor and that drama factor into sports. Sometimes we need it. And it it's, sells and it just it sells. Like, I, I don't know what you thought, but I really, really liked Aaron Rodgers' press conference last week. So I thought that funny. was just so raw and so like honest you know and he just he came out there and he was like that morning he chose the truth and he just wanted to put it all out there because there's been a lot of shit that's been going around in the past six months yep that's the type of just like you can't get canceled for just straight telling the truth and being honest with people no matter how it is well that's the scary thing about this day and age is unfortunately there is that cancel culture but you know again if it's not done in a disrespectful manner and you have an appropriate tone and the context of it all, you know, like these athletes are allowed to be human too and be excited too and, and share, you know, what they think as well. So uh, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's exciting to see where sports going and that, you know, a lot of these athletes are feeling comfortable to express themselves like Kucherov. That's one way of putting it, yeah. but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see where everything goes. 
I, I'm going to bring this back to nerdy hockey talk as I always do on this podcast and people hate me for it, but you're in a unique perspective where you could probably give Oilers fans a, uh, a bit of an idea of what they're getting in Zach Hyman. Okay. Zach is a solid guy for you guys. Like Oilers. Us. Fans should be, oh, sorry. <laughs> Oilers fans should be very, very We'll happy. give you five of those. Zach know, that's two now. now. Yeah. I'm a straight strike three already. Uh, <laughs> Zach's one of those guys, right? Like, Normally, Marner or Matthews is making, you know, the headlines with the Leafs. But Zach's one of those, like, consistent players every single night that's doing, like, everything he can to help his team get the W or him himself, you know, get a point. He's he's so, so good. Um, and I always said, like, he's kind of like that unsung hero, the dark horse, like, in the background, but does his freaking job and you can depend on him. So I think us getting Zach Hyman here in Edmonton's huge. Um, and I think that he's the kind of player that not only will he perform on the ice, but he's going to be a good guy to have in the, in the core of your team. Like, yeah. you know how some players and teams have like one of those guys that go to the team and it's just drama. And like, he's kind of like a cancer to the team. Zach Hyman's not that he he's a solid guy. Um, and, and I think that, you know, Oilers fans will be, will be really happy with him. And, and I wish, wish him the best of luck. I'm sorry to Leafs nation for losing him. I kept saying, I can't believe, you know, he's leaving Toronto, but uh, I think it's a good pick for Edmonton. And unfortunately, Toronto's loss and you guys also picked up Cody Cece so we'll uh we'll see where everything goes you guys keep picking up our Toronto players Tyson Barry Cody uh Zach Hyman so we'll see you guys are hoping they do exactly what Oilers players always do and that's when they leave here they become something awesome like Petrie or something like that right these guys just turn into unreal stars and so we're hoping we can make that happen with your players now (laughs) I know and fun fact about Zach Hyman he's a best-selling children's yeah and so, he like owns an esports franchise or yeah. some shit as well. Our guy Waz was pointing that out. It's crazy. He's like yeah. so multidimensional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did he also? Did he also in Toronto have a advertisement where he was the spokesperson for a puppy food, dog food? I don't. Was there not a commercial that I saw that once him? where he was on the ice with his dog and he was in full gear and his dog was like slipping on the ice and they were just playing around and like. Maybe I, I, I swear I saw. Anyways, that guy. I, I think that was happening. I think that might have been Casper Tappanen. No, because I think it was this past season, wasn't it? It was this past season. It was. I was. I Are saw you this sure? Thing. I thought that was happening. Uh, I'm looking. I got a still image of it. Who's number twenty three? It was Dermot. Oh, yes, I remember okay. that. Actually, that's right. It was Dermot. Yeah, I remember that. Um, that commercial and the Close one where enough. John Tavares exactly. goes to bed in the middle of the arena. What was that a commercial for? You know, the Zamboni driver's like, good night, John. And like turns off the lights and John Tavares like sleeps. Yeah. In the middle of the hockey, hockey straight up. Like the people that are making these ads, they need to get out of, okay, we're just going to rent an arena and we're going to make you do fun things in the arena. That is played out. Connor McDavid driving the Zamboni and sitting on a lounge chair with a pina colada in his hands. You guys, you guys got to be careful saying Zamboni to a Leafs fan because that's like a PTSD word. Like you guys, As we, we switch be. every time we hear uh, Zamboni. Remember, as our the Zamboni driver freaking went in for the Canes and became a goalie. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, 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 and freaking shut us out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I remember. 
I remember watching that game and I see the Zamboni driver coming in and because I'm a degenerate, I pulled up the sports book and I was like, oh my God, the Leafs like minus a goal and a half is plus money. This is insanity. And I lost a lot of money betting on that hockey game because like who would have fucking saw that? Uh, Only guys when, when, you know, the Oilers have had their fair share of heartbreak. But when I tell you that this shit only happens to Leafs fans, it does. It really does. So (laughs) David Ayers. David Ayers, Ayers. Yeah. Yep. And, and Steve Dangle had the best take on it. The, if, if anyone has to just have five minutes, go to Steve Dangle's YouTube and watch that his reaction to, to that night. Cause it was, I still laugh till this Hilarious. day. Sometimes Mike and I will bring it up randomly. And we like, we, we feel like a good laugh. Like, <laughs> Steve Dangle. Uh, the last one I kind of had for you, cause we've been going here for almost uh, 45 minutes, but when, when the puck's ready to drop next year, what kind of content do you want to create? Like, like what can Oilers fans be sort of looking for on like a day-to-day or week-to-week basis from you? So I want to kind of, I think one of the most important things is that we interact with the fans, right? Like I want the fans to feel like they know me and they're friends with me and we're like doing this together. You know what I mean? So I'd love to come up with some ideas where we, we get a lot of fan engagement and, um, fan opinions and maybe there's some type of podcast or radio segment we can do where if something big happens you know they can call in and talk to me about it or, or talk to us about it like I just really want it to be like community based and then of course um, the lifestyle in Edmonton like that's going to be this this upcoming season is it's all new to me so I'd love to experience it the first time with Oilers Nation right like we, we saw last season, last season was very unique because of COVID, but now, you know, we can get to a game, we can go outside, we can go to restaurants, we can do whatever. So um, I'm very excited to, you know, get on TikTok, get on Instagram, get on Twitter, whatever it may be, YouTube series, everything. I want to do as much as possible um, and get intertwined with Oilers Nation as much as possible and get to know the community and have some freaking fun. That's what it's all well, about. Because if, if we're having fun, everyone's having fun. So JR and Wanya are two of my best friends from back in the day. And that's how I got on here in case you were wondering. But uh, I know that since Frank Saravelli and now you, like this is the most excited I've seen them uh, in the preparation for a season coming up. And it's, uh, it's going to be really exciting. It's, it's fun to see all the different things. And just like the way that media is changing and the way that you guys have the freedom to create this content. It's not all of it's going to hit and who gives a shit if it doesn't. Right. It's just about putting it out there and seeing what, what sticks and, really. So and that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say too. Like I've been around for a couple of years now. JP has been around for just over a year. And like, Josh, you can, you can agree with this probably, but like no idea ever gets said no to like, if you're willing to put no. in the work and do it, you got the green light to create whatever you want. And that's what I'm excited for about this. Cause I can tell you got a ton of great ideas and a ton of energy. So I think we're going to have a ton of fun here. Well, you know what guys, like I'm just so even what this 45 minutes to an hour we've been on this podcast. It's the most relaxed I've been in, in a industry quote unquote setting in in forever, because it's not super polished. I don't have to look out on every little word that I'm Mm -hmm. saying, you know, like someone's not yelling at me that my pitch is too high or my pitch is too low. You know, I'm allowed to just be Caroline. And I think that that is what I'm most excited for because when I'm me and you guys are you, we're going to get together and make the best freaking content that everyone's going to want to watch. Everyone's going to want to be a part of, and it's all, it all comes down to teamwork and, and you guys creating this awesome environment for me to feel, you know, comfortable and to have some fun. So, you know, thank you to you guys right now, because I'm even more excited than I was before this podcast episode and, and really, really looking forward to August 16th, which is my, my official start date. Um, so 
Oilers Nation can look forward to a lot of cool content that we're all going to create. I think that's kind of the way media is going now. Like we touched on this a little bit earlier with the whole like, oh, back in the day, it was like frowned upon to be like the fan, a fan of a team if you're working in media. And nowadays, like the reviews we get on our podcast are always like, oh, it, it sounds like I'm just sitting and having a beer talking sports or bullshitting with whatever. And I think that's what people want now is they want they don't want to be talked down to. Right. They don't want to be told why they should feel away. They just want to like hear opinions, hear takes, hear fun shit. Well, and the only person. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I was going to say the only person that's allowed to make them feel dumb for proposed trades is me because yep. I, I don't have anything to lose. <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah, you go ahead. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm a Leafs fan and the Leafs lost a three, one series to the Habs and, you know, shit the bed, but I can't say that, you know, on, on national TV when everyone yeah. knows that's what happened. Right. Uh, so here is where we're going to have, and obviously that's no disrespect to the Leafs, but that's what happened. So here we're going to have a lot of fun where people are at, at home on their couches saying that, right? And I want to be yeah. able to be that person who's like, hey guys, tweet me your responses as to what you think just happened with the Leafs or the Oilers. And we have a fun segment literally sharing what people think. We don't always have to be, you know, like we could be the outlet for fans too. So I'm yeah. just really, really excited. Um because like you said, people don't want this like stiff, polished presentation all the time. And I think that that's kind of what people know me as. And, and I kind of wanted to get out of that space and into a creative space where I can be me. Was you know, that, and the other, sorry, go ahead. Uh, was that, was that a frustrating part about like, I mean, like I remember you from like the top 50 misplays and all that. Yeah. Was that a frustrating part of that job? Was that like create creatively? I mean, you, you're kind of forced to stay in one lane, right? So I, I, of course, super grateful for my, yeah. my previous role, um, hosting plays and misplays and aftermath. I, I, I gained a wealth of knowledge and experience and it was a dream job. So I'm super, super grateful. But, and what people don't know is that like every show that I hosted, I wrote the scripts for. So it's like, I, we go through a, a countdown, we figure out what's, you know, what number, what plays or misplays ranked at what number. And then I go back and I do the scripts and then I would either memorize the script or read it off of a prompter. But what I think at some point, like going into year three that I missed, I was like, I don't want to just be in a studio and, 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 and writing a script and, and memorizing it and delivering lines. Cause that's like, kind. it's a very difficult thing to do, but it's kind of like acting. I kind of want to go and, and experience and go, it, talk to and, people and, 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 you know, whatever comes to my mind, cause I'm a sports fan. I I've played high level sports. I know what I'm talking about. I just kind of want to say it but the environment was a little, a little restricted. And I I got to a point in my career where I was like, okay, what's next. And what's next is for me to kind of like flourish and go on my own and, and make the content I want. Yeah. You're going to have a lot more opportunity to, you know, there's diehard Oilers fans and they're going to become diehard Caroline fans. And they're going to, uh, they're, they're loyal. Like that's what one thing you'll notice about them is that they're loyal and they want you to interact with them and they want, you know, and this gives you the opportunity. There'll be, you know, draft parties in the future when COVID's over, there'll be these times where, you know, hopefully we're in the playoffs and we have playoff watch parties and, you know, there's those times. And those are the times when you connect with people and you have these conversations and they're, they're a lot more, I think, fulfilling than just, yeah, you're nine to five. Yeah you know, put your makeup on, you're all by yourself. You're just talking to maybe a camera person, a director and a producer. And, and, you know, it's the same thing all the time. You know, you get to write your script. So you get to be a little, but like a little um, uh, creative, but this is like, 
this is kind of the opportunity to really branch out. And, and like I said, Oilers fans, I'm sure they're just like Toronto fans, but you know, they're going to be very, uh, very, um, uh, what's the word I said? Welcoming. Earlier? Welcoming. What was the other one? The one I don't know, Charles. Oh my God. They, they follow <laughs> you anywhere. They, they, they're loyal. very and loyal. They're engaged and they're loyal. Well, to so. any, to any and all Oilers <laughs> fans <laughs> listening, uh, I'm just as loyal. So I'm, you, you, as much love as you guys have shown me, I'll show you right back. And and I think that's kind of today was just like the biggest and warmest hug I could have ever imagined. And it's made me so, so excited. So thank you. Oilers nation Leafs nation. I still love you. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've got to say that and we're going to have some freaking fun boys. Thank you. Like yeah, this, was, God, this uh, was a ton I'm of fun. Like, yeah. I, You're I, coming I, back I, on too. This is not a one-time yeah, thing. You're like, going to be regular. All right. So much um, to come. So much content to come. All right, Carolyn, really appreciate your time. We'll talk soon. And August 16th is the big day where the content will start pouring out. So looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone. Love you all already and can't wait to start. Yeah, there you go. That is Carolyn Schwed. Schwed. Ooh, it's going to take me all just to get that second one right. But uh, she's great. You can, <laughs> you, can, you can tell there's passion there. And she's going to be a big addition. Yeah, it's a real welcome addition to the nation. You know, like all these different voices coming from, you know, different areas used to just be, um, you know, Edmonton, very Edmonton based, mm-hmm. right? We've got Sarah Valley and now we've got Caroline. That's how I don't say her last name because I know I'll fuck it up. Smart, so I just smart, don't man. say it. Um, yeah. So it's really cool just to watch this in real mm-hmm. time and kind of in this weird sort of way, be involved in it. It's, um, it's very exciting. I like that it's now just me and you left on the podcast. I know. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll wrap things up unless there's anything else you want to get to. And, you know, NFL. No, I mean, there's so much shit that's been happening. And like, there's so much stuff that I want to talk about, but it's just like, it, it, I don't know. It's not hockey. It's just crammed in. I mean, these Olympics have been fantastic. You know, there's a lot of, I don't know. You know what? There's a lot of different stuff that's been happening, but you know what? It's saved for another time. That's not all stuff that's going to expire. So I love talking to her. She like her vibe was cool, man. She yeah. just kind of like, she, it's, it, she's just one of those people that it's like super easy to talk to. I noticed it with Frank too. I think like these people that excel in this business are just ones that can hop on to these podcasts with three people. They don't know. And we can just talk and it's not like, there's no creation of a per of a persona. You know, it was just, Mm-hmm. It was just her just talking. So it's cool. She's a real one, man. She's, she's going to, she's going to do good. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap up here quickly. Some love to manscape.com and the lawnmower 4.0. That promo code there is real life. Gets you 20% off and free shipping. Take care of your body. Clean it up. Manscape.com, twig and berries, DoorDash, and the HGA group as well. Charles, thanks for doing this big man. And uh, we'll talk on Monday. Sounds good. All right, there you go. This has been episode 303 of the Real Life Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. The regular cast will be back next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.